Welcome. My name is Yvonne Benninger-Rothschild. I'm the Executive Director of the EICC New York. This podcast is brought to you by the European American Chamber of Commerce, a platform where Europeans and Americans connect to do business. To produce this series, we have asked our members from across Europe and the United States to discuss current events and how they may affect transatlantic business activities. In addition to this recording, I invite you to listen to all of our podcasts. You can find them on our website at eaccny.com right slash podcasts. I hope you will enjoy the insights our members together with my team have put together. And I encourage you to subscribe to the EACC podcast series on your favorite podcast server and to rate and share them with your friends and colleagues. Hello, my name is Paolo Fratini Melendez. I manage member engagement at the European American Chamber of Commerce in New York, and I'm also your host for this Brexit Musing series. So in this episode, we will hear from Giulio Noellini. Giulio joined Portolano Cavallo in 2018 and specializes in privacy, data protection, internet and e-commerce, and new technologies. Those new technologies include blockchain, AI, and more. Uh, moreover, Julia has assisted national and international companies with litigation and compliance issues related to personal data protection. So in this Brexit musing, Julia will cover questions such as what happens at the end of this transition period with data protection? Will the GDPR still apply when the UK leaves the EU? What happens to transfers of data from Europe? Will Brexit impact data transfers from the UK to the US? And if so, should U.S.-based companies look at to do this type of new preparation? Julia would also focus on new SCCs, uh, which is a potential new way to transfer data from the EU to the U.K. So we have a lot of interesting topics to discuss, and um, we're very happy to have you here with us today, Julio. With that, I pass it on to you. Thank you, Paolo, for your words and for your uh, introduction, and also hi, everybody. As anticipated by Paolo, we will talk about potential consequences that Brexit might have on data protection matters. And uh, in this respect, I will provide you in a nutshell with an updated picture of the topic. So let's start talking about the current situation. As you know, right now, considering that UK has left the EU, there is a transition period until the end of 2020. This is to allow UK time to negotiate a new relationship with you. And during this transition period, the GDPR will continue to apply in the UK. So what's happened at the end of the transition period? I mean, will the GDPR still apply when UK leaves the EU? As you probably know, the GDPR is an EU regulation. And so in principle, it will no longer apply to the UK from the end of the transition period. In principle, the GDPR will be broken to UK law as the so-called UK GDPR. The UK government has said that it intends to incorporate the GDPR into UK data protection law from the end of the transition period. Therefore, in practice, there will be little changes to the core of data protection principles, rights, and obligations uh, found in GDPR. However, if EU companies operate inside the UK, they will need to comply with UK data protection law. 
and the GDPR may also still apply directly to UK companies if they operate in Europe. For example, by offering goods or providing services to individuals in Europe or monitoring the behavior of individuals in Europe. And again, the GDPR will still apply to any organizations in Europe that send data to UK companies. And so the latter may need to help the EU companies to decide how to transfer personal data to the UK that must be done in line with the GDPR and maybe with the UK GDPR. So next step, what about the transfer of data to and from Europe following Brexit? The UK government has said that transfers of data from the UK to the European Economic Area, so-called EPA, will not be restricted. However, from the end of the transition period, unless the EU Commission makes an adequacy decision, GDPR transfer rules will apply to, to any data coming from Europe into UK. In this aspect, it's very important to underline that once the transition period ends, the UK will become a third country. Third countries are states that fall outside of the GDPR zone. So the GDPR restricts transfer of personal data to third countries unless personal data is protected in another way or an exception applies. And the European Commission has the power to determine whether a third country has an adequate level of data protection. And the effect of an adequacy decision is that personal data can be sent from an EEA state to a third country without any, any further safeguard being necessary. Taking into account this, the UK government are currently seeking adequacy decisions from the European Commission under both the General Data Protection Regulation and Law Enforcement Directive. And if they secure it by the end of the transition period, they will allow for the free flow of personal data to the UK from the EU to continue uninterrupted. In this respect, the UK government has said that at the end of the transition period, transfers of data from the UK to the Europe will be permitted. And they intend to recognize also all the EU Commission adequacy decisions made before the end of the transition period. This is very important because this will allow the restricted transfers to continue to be made from the UK to most organizations, countries, territories, or sectors that are covered by an EU adequacy decision. So with reference to the relationship between US and UK, and in particular with reference to the potential data transfer or the current data transfer, which will be the impact on this by Brexit. 
And if so, what should U.S.-based companies look to, to, to do in preparation for this? So the future of, of U.K. and U.S. data transfers is not certain yet. Before Trinity judgment, the U.K. had hoped that post-Brexit, it could continue to be part of the privacy shield and rely on it for the data transfer, with reference, of course, to the U.S. companies. So U.K. companies only needed to update agreements with the U.S. companies to include U.K. in the former U.S. privacy shield. However, with the, with the shrinks to against the privacy shield, the U.K. is facing a tough situation with limited legal options for data flows to the euro and the US. Until the end of the transition period, UK businesses can still rely on the EU legal options that are available for the data transfer to the US and other third countries. We are talking about, for example, as mentioned before by Paolo, the standard contractor clauses or the so-called BCRS, so the binding corporate rules, of course, with additional safeguards in place. In this respect, the ICO, uh, this is the UK Data Protection Authority, stated that the current European Data Protection Board guidance, which invalidates the privacy shield, still applies to UK controllers and processors. This is very important because transfers made on the basis of the EU-US privacy shield are illegal and will be considered illegal. However, the ICO, as well as other EU data protection authorities, are working on statements about further developments and practical guidance for companies to implement in order to transfer in an easy way data abroad. With reference to the standard contractor clauses mentioned above, we had a very recent news on that because uh, last November 12, the European Commission published two sets of documents, a draft of the new standard contractor clauses uh, for transfers of personal data from the European Union to third countries, the so-called new standard contractor clauses, and so third countries also included the US, of course, and a draft of standard contractor clauses that can be used by controllers based in third countries that intend to engage processors located in the European Union. This is a new. Once approved, the new standard contractor clauses will, of course, replace the previous standard contractor clauses that were used by organizations as an appropriate safeguard for making the international transfer of personal data as provided uh, by uh, GDPR. It is to be expected that the new standard contractor clauses will be adopted by the European Commission, European Commission at the beginning of next year. And based on the draft implementing decisions, businesses will have 12 months from the date the new standard contractor clauses enter into force 
to replace any existing standard contractual clauses with the new ones. And as a result, businesses will need to undertake a remediation project in order to assess their data transfer arrangements and replace the existing network of standard contractual clauses with the new one. This is in order to continue to make international transfers of personal data to affiliates and third parties located outside of Europe, so in third countries. And these, of course, uh, must be done in compliance with the GDPR. So it is also very, very important to underline that the new standard contractual clauses, the new draft, is more comprehensive than the previous In fact, uh, on one hand, they reiterate the legal requirements introduced by the GDPR in 2018. For example, they increase transparency obligations of the parties and they strengthen data subject rights. And on the other hand, the new standard of also to address some of the new requirements uh, arising from the decision of the European Court of Justice, which invalidated the privacy shield and required the parties using the standard contractual clauses to assess if the personal data transfer to countries outside the EEA would be um, afforded the so-called adequate level of data protection according to the GDPR requirement. So I have concluded. I hope that all of these could be of some guidance and help for you. Thanks again to Paolo and thanks for your attention. Goodbye to all. Thank you very much, Julio. So as we just heard from Julio Novellini from Portolano, and his thoughts regarding the future of data transfers and data protection after the end of the transition period of December 31st. And another thank you to our audience. We hope that you enjoy listening to our program and stay tuned for our next podcast where we muse about Brexit. Take care. Thank you for joining us for this podcast from the European American Chamber of Commerce, New York. Please remember to subscribe and rate this episode and be sure to check out the complete list of recordings on our website at eaccny.com podcasts. If you have any thoughts or comments about this series, we would love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to us at membership at eaccny.com to learn more about our work, how to get involved and how to join our transatlantic network.